0: No money in poetry. What's up, baby buddy in the house tonight? Woozoo, 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 baby buddy in the house tonight. Come on, come on, come on, oh yeah. Woohoo, everybody in the house tonight. Woo-zoo, woozoo, woozoo, do you see the light? Yeah, it's over there. Glitter on her face and platinum hair. woo baby buddy in the house tonight. woo woohoo. Woohoo, baby buddy in the house tonight. woo come on, come on. We have developed a reputation on this podcast as being a couple of lyric heads. That's what they call us, the Lear Boys. Mm -hmm. I'm Larry, that's wrong. This is is called (laughs) Dog Soup the Mixtape. But I think, Shawnee, we're turning a corner just a little bit. I think, based on last week's selection and this week's selection, we're we're not the Lear Boys anymore. We're the Livery Boys because Mm -hmm. we are really getting into things that have you know, the lyrics aren't incredibly standout. They're fine. Some of them are very good. But it's more about feel and delivery um, with what we're doing on these last couple episodes. And this one in particular stands out because it is from a band who has a lot of songs with a lot of great, powerful, strong, strong lyrics. Mm-hmm. But you have chosen one that's really short. It's a cover. Um, is a cover. Is a cover. Is almost a little gimmicky. Is not the song on a very big record that anyone would think of first. Probably has thirty unique words. Unique <laughs> the words. Entire song is delivered at a breakneck pace. Oof, love it. Just a lot of noise, a lot of shit going on, and somehow, and I- is also one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow, this is the first time this iteration of the podcast is getting to the clash what the fuck have you done to us sean majors it's
1: uh it's really funny so today it was just a really long really long fucking day if if i don't expect you to believe me but i was on a six hour and 14 minute zoom call today
0: you said zoom call not jerk sesh <laughs> yeah right? there's
1: i uh I'm, I'm jeffrey tube in my pants not jeffrey tube in Hey-o. out my pants I'm sure that'll be uh, that'll be timely by the time this airs. Um, The what were you talking about? There will be 17 worse. What are we talking about? An evergreen
0: show. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um no so I needed I needed some Don't uh, worry there'll be an SNL bit about it next when this airs too <laughs> for wait. no fucking reason. Can't wait can't for see with the brain, brain trust, trust says. <laughs> so let me take you on my journey here.
1: Um I've been really wearing out the new Drive-By Truckers record and uh, you start with Sarah's Flame because all all Fat Donnie had to do was wear the pants. God
0: Damn it. Let's just do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you have time, we might have to. Um, so then, like, and uh, you can argue what you want to call the next three songs, that, but I'm calling them some kind of punk rock influence or...
0: In, yeah, absolutely. Injection. So I mean, the the Chokers themselves are a punk band. Let's I agree.
1: I agree. Get crazy. They're the dance band of the revolution. They're every band and every woman and the every child's laughter. Um, but I got to the KKK took my baby away,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I genuinely love. It's uh, the better song than the Ram- the Ramones have ever done, um, which is a low bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that for some reason I wanted to. Uh, listen to Punk Rock Girl by the Dead Milkman, which is one of the like two songs not by Beck that I can sing along to well. <laughs> and I just, I fucking love that song. I know it's, it's worn out. It's, it, it's easily, it's ripe for parody, whatever. But then I was like, I need to, like, after that like sweet, like, pop punk song, love song, I need to hear like, my girl's never my girl left me, and I need to hear a country song with dr- with like driving punk chords. And that song is "Brand New Cadillac" by the Clash. If you if you were to if you were to take these lyrics and set and set it to the tune of uh, "I'm Drinking Double" and she's acting single by uh, what's his by Gary whatever the fuck his name is like it might fit. This is a country song. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's got all the trappings, right? <laughs> a, a car, lost love, and constant repetition. <laughs> yep.
1: Just like, just swap the the Cadillac for a horse or a truck.
0: hmm Or Cadillac, uh, you know, sixties and seventies country were full of Cadillacs too. Hank uh, Williams died in the back of a Cadillac, most likely. <laughs>
1: I apologize. That is, she's acting single. I'm drinking double by Gary Stewart. Um, yeah, he ain't i listening. I, no, 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 he's he died in the back of that Cadillac with Hank Williams. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it is a song that, and I
0: mean, you've been listening to songs that you thought were Midnight Montgomery for the last six months every Wednesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out
0: to Mike Cooley, <laughs> Patterson Hood. You have really pulled this podcast through a pandemic.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, the, uh, Just kind of listening to the song It's this and The Magnificent Seven That I think are my two Favorite Clash songs Um,
0: Well that's crazy What you've said is crazy But they are good songs
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, There are Like Police and Thieves is fantastic um, But I think it's brand new Cadillac That tops it for me And I don't know why I think it's just It gets in and gets out And gets the Like gets the fuck out of your life It's
0: it's all feeling Like it is all feeling And cool lines um, and we've we've sort of hit on this parallel here between them and the truckers. It's a Cooley song. Yeah, yeah, I can cool see that. Cool one-liners, uh, 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 a guitar part that is very infectious and catchy, and all feeling and delivery. Is the next Mike Cooley
1: pandemic virtual concert a request one? Because I feel <laughs> I feel like he can learn this song for us. We've given him. Do you remember? Okay. We need a. We need to set the baseline here. So the Drive By Truckers, uh, we talk about them fucking every every goddamn <laughs> episode, even though we've only done two of their songs. Um, and every the wen-
0: restraint we've shown is <laughs> remarkable. Strong people, um, you don't know. <laughs>
1: and every Wednesday, uh, Mike Cooley and Patterson Hood, the two singers of, of the band, have. Um, Alternated in virtual concerts, Patterson plays plays sometimes a fourteen-hour concert. Mike Cooley sometimes cuts it off after twenty-seven accidentally,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, just because you know technology isn't his thing. However, um, the uh, at the beginning of this, and they're like, it's it's a steal. It's like fifteen dollars, and it, when it's going to a good cause, people who are out of work because they can't tour, no questions asked, take my money. Um, but like. At the beginning of it, we're like they had some sale. It was like, "Well, buy 15 concerts and get get the 16th free" or something like that. And we're like, "Jesus, yeah, like we're gonna watch 16 concerts." I think here we are. I think tomorrow is our 16th concert. (laughs) Here we are. Could have gotten this one for free. Anyway, punch cards full. You're right. It's it's absolutely a Mike Cooley concert or show. Song, the answer, song. Jesus, Jesus word you're looking
0: for is song. Um, but this comes from the album "London Calling," which is just a, a massive, massive record, um, full of great, great, great songs. I mean, it it, it is. People are going to argue, you know this This is one of those things that people will argue about which records best and all those things. Yeah, I think this is far and away the best Clash record. It's um, it's
1: always hard um, when. London Calling is as good as it is, because if you don't understand, and I'm not a Clash fucking, say, uh, you know, I'm not a scholar of this band, but like, it is very easy to not know enough about this band to see like, oh, you like London Calling? Well, it's like Jack, yeah. Black. Jack Black in uh, High Fidelity, where he's like, isn't yeah. that a little 101? What about uh, yeah. Peter Frampton's Greatest Hits, or Beethoven, uh, Sonata, you know, uh, yeah. Opera One, in or
0: Day whatever, Manor or whatever, yeah. yeah. No, it it is that thing, and it's probably a little too polished for the hardcore punk fans of it. But I mean, when we're talking about just the quality of the songs, when we're talking about the quality of the production, eh, I I just have to tell you, it may not be your favorite, mm-hmm. but it's the best. And a lot of a lot of bands have have that problem. Um, th- my my favorite Dylan record is not the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, what is th- your but favorite that can Dylan happen. record? It switches, it switches okay. back and forth. I mean, probably if I... The one that gets picked the most is probably Slow Train Coming because yeah. of, you know, personal reasons. There's Mark <clears throat> Knopfler's on it, and it yeah. was recorded in my hometown, and I have a tattoo of it, and all those things. Yeah. Sometimes it's going to be street legal. I think Blonde on Blonde is, without question, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, blood on the Tracks... But yeah, so a lot of people fall into that. But I think this is the... If you wanted to tell somebody... Here's a clash record you need to, to listen to this oh yeah it's one because
1: you have you have the title track you have brand new Cadillac um <clears throat> Rudy can't fail uh Spanish bombs uh guns of Brixton uh Revolution Rock train in vain like those are all like heavy fucking hitters on a 19 track fucking record
0: yeah yeah and you didn't even name the best song what's your favorite death song? or glory is death or glory is fucking in ma- uh, it's just amazing yeah it's very good i agree he who fucks nuns will later join the church come on mm-hmm. <laughs> come on but i yeah. mean now now that's a mike cooley <laughs> <laughs> <lyric>. <laughs> right again um but but this one tucks so neatly and i i think i think this song is buoyed by track sequencing if you look up and down this record brand new cadillac does not sit immediately after london calling yeah and occupy that two minutes you need to catch your breath yeah after london calling but you can't then, catch your breath though you can't That's The thing. it doesn't let you and <laughs> you then need you need
1: to and then it like and then it like kicks your ass into jimmy jazz
0: right but it's two minutes yeah it's yeah, two yeah, minutes yeah. of we're gonna be a little silly for a minute get ready that you you you've 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 gotten on the roller coaster you've hit the first loop de loop we're going to give you a little break and then we're going to fucking just keep bashing you over the head
1: i live by the river. yeah man it was a good record i'm gonna listen to this entire fucking thing today <laughs> I and know,
0: you know the 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 going the 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 morse code is going off of London calling mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. then it slides right into <laughs> and after that second drum beat you better had to, took a deep breath right then because that's your last opportunity
1: oh yeah I always get it wrong um I just think it's always two beats not one two one two. Um, And I don't care Because I, it's because I'm just so excited To start sh- screeching <laughs> at this fucking song And like it's also Like what a, what a pick too Like it's a let's see this is <clears throat> London Calling is what 79 Yeah Uh, So they, they pulled this Out of a 1959 song By Vince Taylor
0: and the Playboys Already great Already great And I, I honestly believe anyone of any guitar skill level can pick up a guitar and just start playing this song. <laughs> to some level of success. Like you just, if you just fuck around with a guitar long enough, you will start playing brand new Cadillac. I feel like I got that the the two the
1: two like parts of songs that I could play when I tried to play a guitar was The Opening to Today by Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And um <clears throat> I think I could just strum in a way that <laughs> that sounded like the few for a minute there I lost myself part of Karma Police by radiohead.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Pretty easy. I'm telling you, you pick it up and you just start messing around between the second and fourth fret. Oh, and every green it day song turn... is... <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. It will turn into brand new Cadillac. <laughs> also reminiscent of Peter Gunn, that the the theme song to that um 70s tv show but also a a a song that you learn very early and a lot of guitar like if you're just trying to learn guitar that's something they'll teach you because most people recognize it and it's very simple and you can feel like you're making some headway yeah same thing with brand new cadillac and it's got a lot of great ad libs in it Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're making just making noises in the background. It's so good, yeah. This
1: this seems like a one take, a one oh, wow. oh
0: without question. I don't think there's a lot of overdubs on brand new Cadillac. <laughs> I was talking with somebody about the Rolling Stones' uh, emotional rescue the other day, and the same applies to this. I said I think somebody just cut the tape on during warm up, and it just happened to be a great song there is a yeah. great podcast series on the clash and i will get the name of it Ooh. while you start reading these lyrics interesting um also i was going to make a joke that um
1: i thought uh macklemore had a song called cadillac but it's called white walls um i was going to make a joke that i just research that the best
0: left unsaid <laughs> stay free the story of the clash Mm. is the name of that podcast series it is very good the guitar
1: look used in the intro is a sped up version of the famous theme song from peter gunn bam bam you're smart (laughs) it's like the uh i forget the um i forget which song that you just kept i may have been a dylan song where you were, uh, in, in, it may have been a Dylan song. Where you were just like, "Yeah, it sounds like that James, like James Cagney or something like that." I'm like, "Oh yeah, it was made after this." Blah blah blah. blah. Anyway,
0: <laughs> um,
1: my baby drove up in a brand new. Ca- I, it's so hard to like
0: <laughs> fucking do it. Do my, it the way. Do it the way you want to. My baby drove up in a brand these, do it. new
1: Cadillac. Yes she did Nobody
0: in the world pronounces Cadillac The way that Joe Strummer pronounces Cadillac 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 Cadillac. He just gets bored with it in the middle
1: Fuck (laughs) this Am I still still saying this word?
0: (laughs) My baby drove up in a (laughs) Yes she
1: did Yes she did My baby drove up in a brand new Cadillac Yes she did My baby drove up in a brand new Cadillac She said hey come here daddy I ain't never coming back. Baby, baby, won't you hear my plea? Come on, sugar. Just come on back to me. What'd she
0: say, Hankins? Balls to you, daddy. (laughs) Balls to you, big daddy, is what this bitch said. Now, let's set the scene here. Joe Strummer, (laughs) hanging out outside, wearing a very tight pair of jeans, looking like only Joe Strummer can look. Uh
1: Like the uh, rich man, Sid Vicious. There, I said yes. Yes, because the clash,
0: bitch the Sex Pistols, is the poor
1: man's clash. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care that they came. Well, they're the they talentless
0: t- clash. <laughs> they're the talentless clash. Is what the Sex Pistols are. The they are the they're punk rock in its rawest form.
1: Which it's, it's like that time. It's like that time. Uh, Je- Jeff Goldblum was trying to transport in a fly. Got in his uh, uh, his his chamber, and he became uh, half Jeff Goldblum, half fly. It's like the Clash was trying to tra- tra- transport somewhere, and Chumbawamba got a- <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Is there a, was there a Chumbawamba in that goddamn chamber before I?
0: And out walks Sid Vicious and Johnny Rotten. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the the Clash is. The Sex Pistols I'm not I'm not here to say who was real or who wasn't. That's not what I'm saying here. The Sex Pistols are anarchy in its purest form. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. fucking anarchy. One album. Uh, they don't care then they all about died. anything. <laughs> they don't care about anything. No, they're the, They don't they're... care about their performance. They don't care about art. They're they are they are Sheerly a performance. They I I, I, I just misspoke. They they're
1: not they're not the Clash Plus Chumbawamba, they're the Clash Plus Gigi Allen.
0: Yes, that yes, absolutely. Which isn't a um, bad thing. No, and it, it served its purpose and yeah. but the clash are working class dudes. Mm-hmm. But they made, they made listening you to make, ska okay. Yes. And they they're also music lovers, which clearly the fucking Sex Pistols did not seem to be no like The Clash had all these influences and they loved this and they loved all that they rapped on Magnificent Seven and they had all those reggae beats and Sandinista is all those things put in a pot and stirred around and The Clash had something to fucking say The Clash was a, a was dangerous because they were talking ideology that was threatening to the status quo like they were the real fucking deal The Sex Pistols were caricatures Yeah, it's like um, brand new Cadillac. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm
1: I'm so sorry to go off on this tangent, but it 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 is like there is a a good like uh, there is a good monologue uh, that uh, Matthew Lillard has. (laughs) Hold on, I can't place it. What is that from?
0: Monterey. Oh, thank you, thank
1: you, thank you, thank you. Um, There is that good. monologue that, <laughs> that that steve-o in slc punk has matthew willard um about like what punk is and blah 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 blah, but like um where he like kind of goes through that um you know like the the uh the um evolution of punk and stuff like that and it's like you know sex pistols were an idea the clash are actually music <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. yeah, you know, they're they're, and they were accessible as well. Sure. Where the the Sex Pistols went out of their way to not be. Yeah, because they were dead. Know, the they're Sex dead. Pistols play a show and say, "Do you know what it's like to feel ripped off?" And then walk off the stage. The Clash going to the Clash is Bruce Springsteen, like they're fucking going to give you everything they got. They're not leaving shit on the stage. No. <laughs> they're fucking here to perform. <laughs> Did the Sex Pistols actually do that? yeah yeah that's a real that's a real video fantastic
1: fantastic
0: um <clears throat>
1: all right well we're uh, already through uh 25 of the song uh, <laughs> so just to recap my baby drove up in a brand new cadillac yes she did my baby drove up in a brand new cadillac she said hey come here daddy i ain't never coming back baby baby once you hear my plea come on sugar just come on back to me she said balls to you big daddy no, 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 And then it, it goes back to baby, baby. Once you hear my plea. Oh, come on. Just hear my plea. She said balls to you, daddy. She ain't coming back to me. Uh Baby, baby drove up in a <laughs> Cadillac. I said, Jesus Christ. Where did you get that Cadillac? She said balls to you, daddy. She ain't never coming back. And then outro. That's the entire fucking song. I'm that's sorry. It. I'm sorry that's the entire song. But well, like I song. fucking love this song so fucking much.
0: There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's here to be loved and outside of those lyrics there is like you said a fucking very catchy guitar beat. There's a cool fucking frantic solo. Um it's it it's punk, it's rockabilly, it's country. It's everything. It's the clash, right? That's yeah. the clash. Throw everything in the fucking pot. Stir it up. And out comes the clash. I think and I, I think I might. This might have
1: a sentimental value uh, to it for me because <clears throat> this might be when we first. It all comes back to you, Hanky. Um, the.
0: And that without you. Hanky.
1: <laughs> it always like this might be when we first commiserated over the clash because we may have listened to it. And we both like glommed onto the Jesus Christ. where Jesus did you get that Christ, where did it, you get that Cadillac? That's a funny lyric, but it and, is. But it's delivered so fucking rock and roll that like it sucks mm-hmm. all the comedy out of it. Until you just <laughs> isolate it, but it is really funny to hear, jo- to, hear to, to hear Joe Strummer fucking sing Jesus Christ. Where did you get that Cadillac? That Cadillac. It's not. It's not. It's it's not her leaving. It's not her coming Mm-mm. back and
0: say balls to you. Mm -mm. it's like, bitch, where did you get this Cadillac? (laughs) And, and that, I don't know anything about Vince Taylor and his playboys. Um, and if Shawnee, if you will just fill time for three seconds, I'm going to listen to four seconds of the song. So I can see if the next thing I have to say makes sense. Best timing ever, because I just learned that the song has
1: been included at many Van Morrison concerts, appearing as a medley with going down Geneva, which is about, uh, uh, Taylor, uh, Johnny Taylor, so, or Vince Taylor. So I, after you uh, come to your decision on Vince Taylor's brand new Cadillac, I would like for you to do your impression of Van Morrison working brand brand new Cadillac into a fucking medley while watching his, his timepiece to make sure he, the people who paid $160 for a ticket at the Ryman don't get more than 120 minutes of entertainment.
0: So... It is exactly what I expected to hear from Vince Taylor's brand new Cadillac. It yeah. is full-on Rockabilly, Carl yeah, Perkins, Jeremy yeah. Lewis. Yes. It's that. Yeah. yeah. So and so it, it means, quite frankly, that they come from kind of the same place. Yeah. But the shock of Joe Strummer in this scenario seeing a woman from where he's from in his same circumstances riding up in a Cadillac is fucking mind blowing. And because- he can't believe. What the fuck she must have done this is to ni- get this catalog? This is 1979.
1: Like, not a great time for assuming they're in London. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because even though that's the best place to be in, in the UK, not, not a great time. She's either Mm-mm. found a rich dude that's that he will forever feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. When well, compared to. She She might be a sex worker. Or she hit the lottery and, like... Either way, he's he's at a, a net loss here, a yeah, net, a net yeah. loss so deep that the only appropriate expletive is Jesus, Christ! Jesus Christ. Where did you did get that? <laughs> I love it. I love well, my it so baby
0: much. drove off in a brand new Cadillac. It's a Cadillac one, pa hit me two. Oh, my baby drove off. Jesus Christ. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's good shit. Who
1: was the dude who died with by playing uh, Russian roulette? Oof, 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 oof,
0: oof, oof. It's gone. It's gone. It is gone. Uh, is that not
1: Sid Vicious? No, he OD'd. Johnny, Ace. Eh, is
0: it Sid Vicious?
1: <laughs> no, no. I was I was thinking Johnny Ace. <clears throat> yes, yes. yes. Uh, Sid there Vicious. I'm, I'm probably heroin.
0: Um, yeah, probably heroin. And that Cadillac is on its way. My baby got a brand new one. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's my time.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Johnny Ace was never let me go. And uh, I think, I don't know. Save, I, he may have done saving my love for you. I don't
0: know. Cadillac go room, room, room. My baby got a new one.
1: How hard is it?
0: How Thank hard you, Denver.
1: So, listen, I. Of course I love Michael Jackson. I, I know this is a tangent. I'll get off of it very soon. Of course, like, I love Michael Jackson's music. Not Michael Jackson. But, like, it was never too hard for me to be like, okay, well, you know, I can separate, like, the music and the monster that he was and the, just the tragic life that he had, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> because he wouldn't have ended up doing what he did if it weren't for the way he was brought up. Probably not. But it is really difficult for me to, like... Of course, there's no defending R. Kelly, but man, that special where he did, uh, where he did like 20 songs by Sam Cooke is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking good. And if I had, I will probably search for it after, like right after recording this. <laughs> anyway that's 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 my pick that's my pick brand new cadillac i it's it's so good it's two minutes it takes even less i can't believe i'm surprised we got 27 minutes out of this but i can talk about the clash for literal hours Fuck, man. Um, i'm gonna get deep, deep into him.
0: them like joe strummer like my the the electric guitar i have is a joe strummer copy it's it, it comes from the new from the factory beat up Made to look vintage, like I fucking love this band. Yeah, Um, I remember buying London Calling and Tom Waits' Rain Dogs on the same day. Oh wow, this is this is actually fascinating. Same day,
1: because let's say like uh, of every conversation we've ever had, um, let's say forty percent. Let's say let's say let's say thirty percent Alabama football. Uh, 20% women, 50% music. Um, I don't know. I don't know that we've ever gotten into it about the clash. Like, of course, Dylan, of course, like X,
0: Y, Z. Like we've never really talked about how much you love the clash. Mm, Fucking love them. Fucking love, it. and especially London Calling. Like I love London Calling. It's the song one of the my record. records. Yeah. Okay. Take take your pick. Yeah. Um, the the record's amazing. Um, like the fact that Train in Vain was essentially like a hidden track. Is yeah, just yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Train in Vain's God, a good they song. Had a song, had a song that good. They're like, whatever, stick it at the fucking end. I don't give a shit. Um, it's, it's just, I mean, even Mick Jones is a good vocalist.
1: Um, and just, I mean, the way that they can like kind of. You can listen to, like, a funk song, a ska song, a reggae song, a rockabilly song, and, like, a dub song. Like, f- in five tracks. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. I mean, them. that's...
0: Uh, Sandinistas is incredibly bloated. And it's three records. It's three discs. Yeah. And it's too much. It's too much. Like, they're... You know, they were full, fully indulging themselves in a lot of ways. But, man, there are some amazing songs on that record. <clears throat> and it made a lot of great bands like the if the clash is sort of like the velvet underground in that regard whether you like the clash or not i guarantee you you like a band that loves the clash 100%. and it wouldn't exist without them and there is a fucking song on Sandinista that features i think he's he is an irish violinist named Time and dog called lose this skin that I can't listen to but once every couple years because it gives me the shaking and groove and jitter and shakes because it's so <laughs> yeah. fucking crazy. It is just amazing. Like no, the the Clash is responsible for some of the best shit that ever happened. I remember not before I was super into them um Joe Strummer had died and the Grammys that year had a tribute and it it was Springsteen, Elvis Costello, Probably Dave Grohl because he always shows up and all that stuff. <laughs> but they did London Calling. And I was like, oh, I've heard this song before, but I didn't yeah. know it was so important that these fucking guys are just feeling it. Like, they are feeling <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. And The Clash has a great person at every position in the band. Paul Simon Simon. Okay, I can never pronounce one of those two, yeah. He,
1: I think he is one of three things that I love about Sandinista and that is he, he sings some song it's called a like crooked beat or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sandinista, the exclamation point <laughs> in the album title. And the fact that it might, it might be the same disc as crooked beat, but, they have a song called One More Time and then it's just one more dub and it's just
0: a dub version of One More Time. It's a dub version of One More Time because they, they fuck it, they were filling. I mean, these cats were so giant. They were, for all intents and purposes, a punk band. And they came to the States and I don't think it went so well the first time, but they came back later and they played Shea Stadium. Yeah. Shea fucking stadium. Back when it meant something. Yes. A punk band. It sounds horrible because it's a Shea Shea stadium. (laughs) Because it's an open air fucking baseball (laughs) stadium. (laughs) Right. In the 1970s or early 80s. Um, And just everything about... They they never took a day off from being The Clash. Like, if you saw The Clash anywhere, they were always The Clash. They dressed the part and i don't know if they were purposefully dressing the part or they made the part by what they were dressed as the part became them like we, you don't see pictures of joe strummer not looking like a fucking rock star but i don't know if it's because joe strummer tried to look like a rock star yeah. or all rock stars tried to look like joe strummer <laughs> um <clears throat> and that iconic cover of london calling oh my is God. just Simonon. Being himself, that's not a staged photo. Ooh, he was pissed embarrassing, off. At embarrassing, embarrassing. I thought that was Joe Strummer this entire time. Well, it's the bass. That's the bass that's breaking. Well, yeah, I don't listen to music. I don't know a lot about no, it. I know. I know. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I,
1: I, don't <laughs> I know it's not you're... Joe Strummer. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I have, I have that's a, definitely a bass. I have a quick story about the first Clash, quote unquote, record that I bought. <clears throat> and then uh, a new segment, a new segue. I want to, uh, I want to introduce mm. to this to this uh, series. Um, so the first time I bought a Clash CD was back when I was still a member of BMG Music Service, which was like the poor We're man's... still owe them money, <laughs> which was like the Columbia House. Uh, the other Columbia house. It's one of those, you buy 10 CDs for the, for a penny. And then you basically sign up to spend uh, like $30 in the next year on a on one CD after shipping. And um, so I ordered the clash on Broadway at, which is a three disc set. It's a just, a, it's, it, it's a, it's a best of basically it has some live tracks in there. I think it starts with like uh, Janie Jones, Um, She's in love with a rock and roll And uh, They sent me two And charged me for one So it was like $30 For like um, one uh, For like one Three disc set They sent me two copies of it And and charged me for one So I sent them back one I said hey you guys accidentally, accidentally sent me two and then they respond and this is all via mail by the way US mail of course. in like 1995 and um, <laughs> they respond like you know a month later and they say dearest Sean. it has been it was a civil war letter um, and they they said we're so sorry for the uh, for the mix up um, we have credited your account back and here is this and here's the cd you, and here's the title you ordered so basically i just got two Copies of The Clash on Broadway for free, which I sold one to like CD <laughs> Warehouse for oh like God. $20. It, w- it would have been $2 cash or like $25 in credit. So I took the credit. <laughs> so basically, I just got the thing for free and then like, you know, three other used CDs <laughs> at CD Warehouse. That I is the use. oldest
0: story that ever happened. <laughs> it's a very old fashioned story. <laughs> Good Lord. I just, before you make your segment, I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. A, you mentioned uh, High Fidelity earlier. If you'll remember when they named their top five yeah. side one track ones, The Clash Janie Jones was one of them. Um, it's a good fucking song. The The record, The Clash, the self-titled record that that song is on, 77. Give Them Enough rope 78. London Calling, 79. Sandinista, Sandinista 1980. It's kind of insane that they followed up London Calling in
1: '79, which is a 19-track record. Yeah, 18 if you you know count uh, Train in Vain as a hidden track. Um, with <laughs> 36, <laughs> with with 36-sided six six. fucking album. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> in 1980 with Santa Nista. Um Take a break for 81 and then come back with the record that probably most people would know. Oh, uh, yeah, Combat Rock. Combat Is Rock that, in yeah. 82. Was that their last um, one? It was, uh, Cut the Crap was technically the last one. I don't think I've even heard but of it. I not don't, I don't either. I don't know much about that record at all. I assume uh, Combat, Combat rock, rock had Rock the Casbah on it. And rock the Casbah and... Straight to Hell, which went on to be oh, MIA's yeah. Paper Planes. Oh shit! Uh,
1: yeah, never made that. Made, never made that connection. I don't know that, and I don't know um, <clears throat> what was the um, Death and Glory. I'm just not as familiar with it. I need to get. I, you know, I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a Clash Renaissance.
0: Mm-hmm. I am looking for not a to bad it. time for one because guess what? Still just as relevant today. Agreed. Um, Before you do your segment, sure. (laughs) The first song I thought of about this time, a little few weeks after this, this time, four years ago on election night, the first song I thought of was "White Riot." (laughs) White Riot. There it is. There's the White Riot. We're in it, boys. Then it was Humpty Dance. That's fine. I believe you had a segment, you. Ordered. Um,
1: you can't, you can't fucking drop Digital Underground and then
0: and then. Um, I damn it, I fucking forgot my. I had a great playlist that I think I shared with you, and not not you didn't say one word about it. I so. don't. I don't
1: remember it. Please send it again. I'm sorry.
0: It is called "All of the People Are Vanishing Here," and it was made. The day after the trump election
1: oh no dude i I was up till five o'clock in the morning drinking whiskey, and I was the only person I was the senior I was the senior staff member in a congressional office the next morning an hour and a half later <laughs> so you'll have to excuse me Oh, maybe I was thinking of another song that I wanted to um uh, quote but anyway uh, new new segment slash segue um it, and it, it was you saying when the clash the clash came over uh, you know over to the states that that really that inspired me to think of this. <clears throat> um, you as you have always been are my muse, my friend. Um, we need to institute a segment at the end of every single one of these, and maybe we have a special. When we say
0: Tony Schnell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe we have a special episode where we go back and start with Romeo and Julia by Dire Straits, and is this band better than the Beatles? And I don't mean you, that's not stop, stop stop yeah, stop, stop, stop hold, on hold on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, that's totally fine, it can be a bit that you always say yes, but we as 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 the it, viewing it through the lens of like and I mean bigger, I'm sorry, bigger than the beatles, um should they have then been no
0: then the answer is no <laughs> should
1: should they have been bigger than the beatles, um just like I don't know, uh. The Clash I think is better I think is better than the Beatles. Obviously you do
0: too. I don't know. Like I as, as much as I don't like the Beatles, I have never been one to short them on No, I like this bit. I like this bit cuz it makes me think a lot. We might have um, to have just a Beatles episode. No, that's And have you shit all over, too, over it? That's a fridge too far. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't shit on the Beatles like I got a movie for you fatty. <laughs> I don't get out on it. (laughs) Um, It's called a fridge. Should the Clash have been bigger than the Beatles? That's a great question. Um, I'm going to say no for this fact. That's a hell of a run I just laid out for you. A hell of a run. But they did not vary quite enough from the mean, mm-hmm. um, they were influential, but they did not. They don't reach the Beatles' level of influence quite so. And in any fucking Beatles argument, the problem is always going to be this: George Harrison. There's nothing in the Clash. If you if you gave me just Lennon and McCartney, hmm. Mmm, they might get him. but there's old fucking George. There's George. He's the guy that you can't, you can't double team Lennon and McCartney because George Harrison's there. Yeah. Close, but not quite. Interesting.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. You're going to give this, you're going to give this some actual thought and the bit can die here. Obviously like, you know, uh, fucking not a surf. The answer is yes. Um, clearly or no. Clearly I forget. What, I forget what the question was. <laughs> <is>. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, oh man, I'm looking at this fucking playlist, dog.
0: I'd love that you put empty thread in there. Oh, it really takes this. It really takes this down the path. When is this episode going to air? Uh, right about fucking, uh, election time. This is
1: going to be two weeks after Donald Trump's second term. Um, (laughs) Interest, man. Only you, my friend. Only you can put fucking
0: Steve Steve Earl and digital planets on one fucking... Uh, That's what I do. I mean, I really do think this sums it up pretty well. I think this really sums it up pretty well what we all needed. And ends with a little hope. Mm-hmm. Ends, actually ends with a fuckload of hope now that I'm looking at it. I'll give you buckets of mercy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's end this damn thing. Look, folks, if you want to hear a good playlist about the uh, 2012? What year? What year was that? 2014? 16 election. Just look up uh, All of the People Are Vanishing here, created by yours truly, Matt Hankins, on the old Spotify. It'll really tell you where my head was. And uh, just go listen to the fucking Clash. I I can't be clever about this. If you don't know a lot of Clash songs... You're just cheating yourself, gang. You're just fucking cheating yourself. Pick one and go with it. You'll find a favorite and then you'll find one that you like more than that. There's just no getting around it. This has been Cold Dog Soup the next day.